0: Have you ever said something in the heat of the moment that you've regretted so much afterwards think about it have you ever done that and if you say that you should always trust what you're thinking or feeling in the moment how would you explain that welcome everyone to life is Isa podcast our mission at Lapis Lisa is to share people's stories and the challenges that they have overcome so that those who are listening in can get the strength, the courage and the hope to be their better selves. Today we have a special edition episode and as usual in the special edition episodes I'm your guest. I'm sharing my stories, my challenges and the theme for this episode is something that I have never really done before and something that I don't really talk a lot about on my social media, but it is a very important part of all of our lives. So I wanted to cover this topic as well. So the theme is relationships. And I wanted to touch upon relationships and three main takeaways from personally being in a relationship for almost two and a half years and very happily so. And also the takeaways and the lessons learned from the couples that I love, for example, Tom and Lisa Billy, and their show Relationship Theory. Actually, Relationship Theory is the show that I would say transformed my relationship because I watched it before I ever was in a relationship and then the quality of any relationship that you have is just enhanced after that. So I would definitely recommend to watch that show. And also the insights that I learned from Jordan Peterson and his whole view on female and male interactions and energies. So I'll be sharing three main takeaways that I think are so important for any relationship. And they would be more focused around girls because I feel like I don't have the authority to speak on behalf of the guys or give advice, any relationship advice for the guys but I can speak for the girls because I'm a girl myself and I learned quite a lot in the past few years and I decided to summarize it for you and I hope you enjoyed and I hope you find it quite fun uh, to watch this different type of episode. It will definitely be more vulnerable and also definitely you'll learn so much more about me through this episode and i do hope that this will help your relationships your romantic relationships but also will have an impact on your all of your relationships so the first part that i wanted to mention is so it will have three parts so the first part of the advice or insight is that selection matters so actually the person that you do select to be with is crucial and as Jordan Peterson describes that person your partner there should be your worthy adversary basically a person who with whom you can play the game of the game of life and for me personally actually the relationship that I am currently in is my first relationship ever and i didn't have the words back then to describe it but and the way i used to describe it is that i have just never met a person before whose dreams and the vision for life were as big as mine and i never wanted to be with someone who cannot dream as big or even bigger than i can and whose vision of life will actually ultimately start restricting mine um, and that this is how i used to describe it obviously uh, i found that person who is currently my boyfriend <laughs> um, but jordan Peterson describes it as worthy the adversary basically the person with whom you do share this vision and at the same time the most beautiful thing happens is that you help each other grow because you actually push each other and through these interactions through playing the game of life together you actually help each other become the better selves your better selves you help unwrap the parts of you that actually lead to you growing together and become your better selves and it's the most beautiful game of life that you can play so that i would say is the first part selection matters who you decide to play the game of life matters be sure to select the person who is your worthy adversary and then the second part and this is If I had to say one piece of advice for all the girls out there, that would be that. So the second part is make sure that you learn how to control your emotions and increase your self-awareness so that you understand in what emotional state you're currently in. I feel like this is just so important for girls because we are so much more sensitive to all the hormonal changes that we do have and all of the cyclical, monthly cyclical changes that we experience. And the first step to actually mastering ourselves is to increase the self-awareness, to actually realize that we do feel differently throughout our different parts of the month throughout different parts of the day depending on how tired or hungry we feel we feel so differently and can act so differently and then to also tr- to also realize that we should not always trust all of our thoughts and all of our feelings because i feel like this is quite contradictory Uh, to the, the most famous or popular idea now that you should always trust yourself and you should always trust your feelings. Actually, it's not true because have you ever said something in the heat of the moment that you've regretted so much afterwards? Think about it. Have you ever done that? And if you say that you should always trust what you're thinking or feeling in the moment, how would you explain that? And have you ever also wanted to say something in the heat of the moment and then you didn't say that and you were so grateful that you didn't because actually you didn't even mean that and you if you would say that in the moment you would just hurt the person so it is very interesting how not only we can hurt the most the people who are the closest to us in the heat of the moment but without actually even meaning that and i have personally i remember when i was like 12 years old and I was very angry and I wanted to say something hurtful to my mom and then I said this and I just saw her heart break she didn't reply anything back and I just felt so guilty because I didn't even mean it, I said it in the moment just to hurt her and then I realized that that was the biggest mistake and it left such a deep mark on me so I never really wanted to be in that situation ever again and the way I started dealing with it, that for every person that I'm close with, I have almost like a mental list of things that I, okay, hurtful things that I could potentially come up with. And it's a mental checklist. And then I know when in the heat of the moment, I want to say something bad, I can run through that list. And if that item is on that list, I'm not allowed to say it no matter what. And I almost feel like this is my past self-help, self my future self because i do believe that my past self created this list of the things that i cannot say while being in the emotionally sober state whereas me currently me currently is not in the emotionally sober state and i do trust the emotionally sober state way more so that's that's one of the tricks that I, you can use to realize that and also help your current self through your past self so all of that begins so so the control of the emotions and all of this begins actually through the increase of self-awareness actually realizing that there are all of these different states and then you can start going into not trusting all of your thoughts that you do have in the moment and i also wanted to say that when i say don't trust all of your thoughts i don't say dismiss them because even if you are coming up with a a certain thoughts or a certain emotion that you're feeling, you should not dismiss it, even if you're in the um, emotionally not sober state, but you can also just take note of that, think, oh, that's interesting that I'm thinking this, this thought, and then take it, take a note of that, and then whenever in when you become emotionally sober, when you're in a good state, you can just review that thoughts and see for yourself whether it is valid. And the funny thing is that in like 90% of the cases, they're not valid at all. They are just things that came in the heat of the moment, and you would not even really mean them or think, that, think about them if you're not if you're just in a good state of mind. Some of the tools that I use personally for the increase of self-awareness are journaling. Journaling really helps to organize your thoughts, to actually get to know yourself and to understand what are your triggers to walk through your emotions and to organize your mind, basically. And the other tool is meditation. It also helps you to enter a very calm state and to know, to understand yourself better, because you start observing your thoughts, your emotions, and then you man- You can also manage just to have and to carry that state with you throughout the whole uh, day, or even in the heated situations, you can still feel the connection with that calm self and help. It helps you to tap into that one. So this was the part two, very important for girls. Learn how to increase your self-awareness and learn how to control your emotions. It will save so many of your relationships. And then the third part, which is so key, is increase your communication skills. And a lot of people say communication is very important. One of the most important things in relationships is communication. But why is it really important, and how can one actually get better at communication, and what do even communication skills entail in themselves? I really liked the approach, or the quote that Lewis Hose mentioned in one of the podcasts that I watched, where he said, love is not enough. And I was wondering if I do agree with that quote, and after giving it some thoughts, I found that I do agree with it. because love is really not enough because you are in a relationship with a completely different person and there is so much room for misunderstanding. So much room. Even in, it's crazy, in situations which you would think are so straightforward, someone can still misinterpret it because they view the world through a different lens, through the lens of their bringing their experiences, their Past traumas, their triggers, whatever it is, they view the world differently to the way you view it. And the way to actually align those worlds is through communication. And that's why communication is so key because it does help you see the world through different lenses of the people with whom you interact and to understand where they are coming from. So in a romantic relationship, I would say for me personally, the biggest breakdown that I can do of the communication and how it should work in the relationship and how it works for in my relationship is first step is to have the foundation that both of you really wants to, to work it out. Both of you love each other and you want to work it out. So that's the foundation for any successful communication because Communication requires so much trust as what people are about to share could be very vulnerable and they don't want to expose themselves unless there is this trust and unless there is this foundation that you both wanted to work out and you both love each other. And then after having had this foundation, the next step is I would say to always express yourself in terms of your feelings and in terms of your perspectives and never in absolutes, or right, or wrongs. So, an example for it, what I would say is, when you said that, it made me feel frustrated, or angry, or sad. I would not ever say, or try not to say, or blame the other person. For example, uh, you hurt me, or what you did was wrong. And the reason why I would not say that, because that not only that would close the other person off because now they're being blamed and they just want to protect themselves and they are less likely to hear and understand your perspective, but also it's, it may not be necessarily true. Your feelings and your perspective is valid, but nobody knows what the real or true situation is because everyone views a certain, certain situations through their own lens. So, the best way to actually communicate your lens is through your feelings because your feelings are always valid. So, when you say, I felt frustrated, nobody can say, No, you didn't, because you did feel frustrated that th- that thing did upset you. But expressing it in such a way opens up this beautiful door to actually understand each other and then. On the other hand, when someone, when your partner tries to actually explain something to you or about to raise an issue, to understand that they're coming from a very vulnerable place. Because it's so hard to actually firstly become aware that something is bothering you. Then after you became aware that something is bothering you to really dig deeper, understand what exactly is bothering me. And after you understood that, to put it into words that another person can also understand your perspective is also so difficult. So when someone is opening up to you in that way where they're sharing what is bothering them, and they're actually exposing themselves. They're doing it in a very vulnerable way because probably something that is bothering them is connected to one of their insecurities or something that happened in the past and or to their deepest fears. They're actually being so vulnerable with you. And in that moment, it's so important to just completely shift gears and to celebrate and support the person in any way in their, communi- in their communication to you and to really try to understand them One of the ways to also really help the other person feel understood is to still mend their argument basically you can say it back to them in the way you understood it to make sure that you actually did understand their perspective and their point and also they will feel very much understood and if you do that not only now you've given the you've understood the other person perspective now you understand where they're coming from and you have also increased the trust in your relationship. And also another very important part that I wanted to mention here is to never, ever, ever, never, just remember never to do this, to use something that they mentioned in the vulnerable state while communicating it against them in any point of time, because that would break trust. And trust is a very sensitive thing and if you've broken trust once it's very hard to ever repair it to the level that it used to be so but it is important as i mentioned to raise things and to celebrate when the other person is raising things that are bothering them and to encourage this kind of vulnerable communication and i feel like a lot of people are actually not raising things that are bothering them or at least not raising them early on And they're not doing this because they think that they will actually damage the relationship without realizing that actually not raising the thing is the thing that will damage their relationship because the resentment builds up and the overall trajectory of the relationship is downhill. Whereas when you do raise things that bother you, the overall trajectory is uphill. Even though there might be some slight things when it slightly down after you raise a certain thing but then it will go back up even higher and the reason for that is because of course when you raise something that you don't like or something that bothers you it does decrease the mood a bit it does because you are bringing up to the table that has that a bit of the negative charge but then because you're communicating in this vulnerable and accepting way, you not only get to know yourself better, but also you get to know the other person better. And overall, your relationship even gets better. You feel closer to each other. So these were the three things that I wanted to share about the relationships. Very helpful insights for girls. I also think for you guys, would be very helpful to listen to this. So just to recap quickly, the three parts were, first, selection matters choose the worst advers- adversary then the second part is that learn to increase your self-awareness and to control your emotions and the third part is increase or work on your communication skills and realize this intricate game of communicating in a vulnerable way i hope you enjoyed this episode in a slightly different with a slightly different theme let me know if you did. And let me know if I should do more of those. Love you. Subscribe to this YouTube channel. and Or just subscribe to this podcast if you're listening to this. And I hope to see you soon.